Okay, here we go. I was trying to figure out like there's like another story to talk about in Parshas Toldos because we always talk about this story. And you know why there's no other story to talk about? Because it's the only story in Parshas Toldos, basically, is this story. So, um, so we're going to talk about um, lying. We're talking about lying. Um, because we, we've discussed it a little bit, but I want to show you a different, a different angle here. Um, a couple of different angles that I think are really important because I think it really bothers everybody. It should, it should bother us, right? Mm-hmm. This whole story is like really, it's bad. It it's feels uncomfortable. doesn't make us feel good. Also, like what's Yaakov's Mida? The Mida of Yaakov is MS, Tiferes, but he's like, MS is one of the Midas of Yaakov Avinu. And like it doesn't really feel so good, this whole story. I yeah. feel like when you're learning it as a kid, like, it's so funny. It's exciting. It's never bothered me because it fits this narrative of the Jews are the best and the Jews are going to win. Like, I feel like this is, this is it's like, well, you know, and Shmuel and like, like, so it's like, well, because we're meant to be the top and like everyone else has to go by the No, correct. It, no, it fits with like, we're chosen, yeah, all that it's stuff. Like you're but it's like, I feel like you're not bothered by it until you're no, also, way older. No, also, it makes a lot more sense. Like, Asa was such a bad guy. Right? No, but when you're a kid, when you're a kid, Asa was such a bad guy that, of course, we do whatever you can to be the bad you, know, you don't sneak around a bad guy. Of course you do. He's such a bad guy that whatever you got to do, you got to do it. Actually, some of the, the reason I'm not going to say that. He's such a bad guy that... Right. Yeah, there's got to do. Sure. But let, let's let's actually look inside a little bit. But shot, he's but, too, uh, good, hard right. Exactly. Yeah. good sign. Right. Right. Exactly. right. It's a right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, also like Mary's, you know, bad, you know, people from bad places, or whatever. But yeah, yes. sure, there's yeah, nothing that true. terrible there. But let's just look at this story for for a couple of minutes, and we'll see how we feel. Okay. <laughs> So he's getting older. He can't see so well. That's not a. That's not stum, right? That's a very important detail here that he can't see. Otherwise, this whole thing isn't going to work, right? And I, I, I tried to cut out things a little bit. Rivka, here's what's going on here, and she's not happy with it. Rivka, Amra'el Yaakov, Benali, Mori, Neshamati, Esavicha, Midaberle, Esavachichilam. We're not going to talk about the marriage between Rivka and, and, and Yitzchak and the issues there. That's a different conversation. So he says, Havili Matamim. Listen, listen to me, she says. You know the story, get, get, you know, I'll make it for you, etc. And Yaakov says to her, Rivka Imo. Rivka Imo, right? Rivka Imo. Says, Mom. Says to my mom. What's going on? It's not going to work. I don't want to do this. He's going to catch me. This is a big risk. He's going to, he's going to, maybe he's going to, you know, he'll, uh, he'll curse me instead. We, spoke, we actually spoken about that before, mm-hmm. right? The, the Vilna God says, Alai, right, is uh, Lavan, what is it? It's, it's a, it's a, Esav, Lavan, um. and Yosef. Right, these are the three I bad things that this, yeah. she says. These are the three things going to happen to you because of this. But you know, I, just you have to accept it. Like that's what's going to. That's what's going to be. Right. That's the, that's the villain going says. Fine, but she says it's up to me. It's on me. Meaning, I know what I'm doing. And what's the simple shot? Why she knows what she's doing? Why does she know what she's doing? Why does Rivka have information that makes this make sense? Didn't she have nevuah? Yeah, where she had nevuah from? 
the beginning of this, the, the earlier part of this parsha, oh, right. right? She walks by the she Baby. she feels these these babies you know fighting inside by and she says but she actually goes to like they we say she was shame ever she spoke to the emotional in some way and Hashem tells her right and Veravia votes a year right the 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 older one's going to serve the younger one right so she presumably right that's how we typically read the story is that she had some type of nevua that told her this is the right thing to do. Right, the younger one is supposed to overtake the older one, and she realizes now is the moment. Right, this is it. This is her chance to allow the younger one to overtake the older one. Okay, what does she not know about that already happened about in, in that area a little bit already? Because the bechorah was sold. The bechorah was sold already. Right, she probably wasn't there for that part. Right, but the, she, but the bechorah was sold. Maybe she knows. Maybe she doesn't. But she says, "Don't worry. I'm going to take care of it. It's on me." Presumably, she says, "I know what I'm talking about." Fine, so what happens? So, um, she gets the food. She has clothing in the house. And she dresses her younger son. Anything funny about that language? She does it. She does it. He's an adult. Mm-hmm. She dresses him. Okay, so she puts the clothing on him. Maybe, right. I mean, so maybe we're reading into it a little too much. Right. 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 Complicated with the fur patches. I think she was dressing like in a costume. So she dresses him up. Okay. I never thought about that. Good, good, good. You're going to see the sum do. And she dresses him up. She puts the hair on his hands and on his neck. It's amazing that this works. Like, how did, he, how did this ever work? Okay, fine. Right? Did but we talk t- about that? What? You talked about he wasn't really tricked. He just pretended to be Oh, so he wasn't really tricked, yeah. But he tenes him out She gives it to him. Right? And she asks him right away. Maybe he, maybe he always asked that because he couldn't see who's there. Right? Maybe he always asked that question. He, you know, What does he say? I am Esav, your Bechor. I did everything that you told me to do. And come now, eat to, 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 to give me a bracha. That's a little fast. Hashem help me. Baruch Hashem. And then now he's just really confused. Let me touch you. You would say, really you? That's not how Yosef talks. That's how that's how Farshim say, right? He's talking with Hashem's name. That's not how Yosef talks, right? Right. Right. But some point out they're twins. Mm-hmm. So some of them point out they're twins. Twins, not always, I mean, but a lot of times have the same have a similar voice. Fraternal, they don't look alike. Yeah. Okay. They're not the same. But I will say that my two who are fraternal I sometimes can't talk some, apart. By the way, some but siblings. Family, sometimes right. siblings yeah, yeah. can't. Well, I can't. My sisters call me yeah. sometimes. That it like takes a while. Sometimes siblings sound alike. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. There's siblings. Not, there are siblings yeah. who live here. Who I sometimes listen to. I'm like, oh my god, you sound the same. Right. Like voice sounds like Yaakov. Hands like, is that his voice? Is that the way he talks? Whatever it is. He didn't recognize him. He doesn't recognize him. So he gives him the bracha. How many times is he going to ask him? And each time he says, 
Uh huh. Yup. It's me. Yup. Me. Right here. It's me. Right. Okay. Fight, and he gives him, and he gives him the bro. Good. This is a very uncomfortable conversation. You're 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 watching. You're even reading it. You're like ah. You know, it feels like so yucky. Okay, so the Rishonim are all bothered by this conversation because it seems really, really horrible. And by the way, this would be something that would be not nice to do. Forget like being one of the Avos. Imagine doing this to your Trick parent. Your blind elder father. Yeah, you imagine? <laughs> imagine tricking your parents like that? Mm-hmm. How horrible would you feel? Or How? like anyone for some kind of game. game. Or any person. But, but, but your, your, your father? Your mother? You know what I mean? Like, that's a, that'd be a, a hot... I feel horrible, right? And that's what he does. So all that we showed him have to, we showed him the Chazal, the Medrash, everyone's got to deal with this because everybody feels yucky after they read this story. Okay, so look at Rashi. This one, this one is, you know, relatively, quote, famous, mm-hmm. right? Rashi says, Anochi Yisab Becharecha, Anochi, this is a, right, here you go, ready? Get your thumb out. Anochi Hamevi Lecha, it's me. That's a normal way to talk, right? That makes sense. Right? No, it's not. No one talks to that. I didn't lie. I didn't lie. I said the truth. Right? 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 Uh, and then what about, what about the next line? I did everything you asked me to do. I did. I do things all the time that you asked me to do, Abba. Give me a break. What's Rashi doing here? Grammatically fixing it. He's grammatically fixing it. Why? He's covering up like the extreme lies to say like. Yeah, but how does it make it any better? Like in other words, it's 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 when Yach, when Yitzchak says, "Is it really you?" and he says, "It's me." That's Ani. not a real lie. Right? Yeah, it's me. But to say, "I am Esav," I mean, effectively, it seems like he's trying to put it on Rivka and not Yaakov himself. Like this, this is your put it on Rivka, meaning because. He's just going along with what his mother said, and okay. in that moment, he's trying to avoid the lie as much as possible. Like he's so meaning pushing back. What Rashi's, what Rashi's by, pushing back here is that I know that he's not saying the truth. We, let's be honest; he's lying. Right. But at least he's trying to make it less. Right. So Yaakov was careful with his language, not because by doing this he's absolved of lying. That's I, that would be. I don't think Rashi right. thinks that either. Right. Like Rashi's a smart mm-hmm. person. Right, right. That's you like, could see that he was uncomfortable with Rivka asked him to do. Ah, so he's right. just trying to do what his mother wants, but also make himself feel less guilty right. about what he's so, actually doing. So, ah, so maybe it's not even so good. So maybe it's I like that a lot. Maybe right. it's not even that it's reflective of like the objective reality that he didn't lie, but it's more reflective of his uncomfortable feelings. Right. That like when we're lying, right? I'm sure none of you have this experience. Let's say you're talking to a child uh, who is in your family, and they didn't do something, and they're lying, right? So, like, you're like, just stop. Like, just stop. Just, just out with it, right? And they're like, well, I only took one. You're like, you took 30. Right? Like, well, I only, right? And why did, so why do we do that? It's like cognitive dissonance. Like, we, it makes us feel better to lie less, mm-hmm. Right? And also, right. if we wanted to say that he didn't actually need help putting on the costume, but he let her do it to him, it's also assuming this passive 
He just like, like wants like, to do the least that he can. It makes him right. feel better, yeah. maybe almost, right? We're like right. really psychoanalyzing like Yaakov. But like, in. he's but. sort of like, he doesn't really want to do this. So, like, at the very least, he tries to say less, fewer things that are not the truth. Mm-hmm. Not because it makes it okay. I used to read this rash and be like, like what, like, what are you even trying here, right? But I like that. It's like, it's almost like for himself, like, he feels less horrible right. because at least he's not saying as many lies as possible. Or he's saying, let's say it better. He's saying the fewest amount of untruths that he can possibly say. That was equally ridiculous way to say it. But fine. So that's, that's, maybe that's Rashi. And maybe Rashi's following that whole thing. You know, let's skip to number four just for a second. Because you're going to see the, the, the Medrash. Vayelech vayikach imo. He goes and he takes and he brings it to his mother. Muskar gimopamim vaya lashon sa'ar. Falama, why is it why it's a, a language of pain? Like he has to, it's funny, why is that a language of pain? But it's like, it's almost like each, we talk about each step, right? He did this it's and like then he did that. It's and like they, devoid he's, of emotion. He's almost. like schlepping like, himself yeah. along, right? 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 Why? Mipeshe Yaakov halach anus vikafuf uboche ashuhuchrach lekabah habrachos ba'arma. He was so upset about it, he so didn't want to do it that he goes in this like forced way. Okay? Was there no other way to do that? I know. I feel like we talked about this. There was no We're other way to do more. this. Just have a discussion right. with him and say, "Rivka, to say this is what I." Also, he he bought it, right? So maybe he shouldn't feel as like right. He bought that outright, so now he's going to get the bracha that goes. Don't with you think Rivka should have talked about it? Oh, that's well, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I don't understand. So maybe they just why it would break his heart. Okay. I just feel like there's so much deception, and, and we talked about this, around. the dysfunction. Dysfunction. Of, right? Seems like a lot of dysfunction. The endless dysfunction. You're going to like the last one. You're going to like the last one. It has to be more symbolical, though. It has to be more... It has to be more than that. You know, like, oh, our avo, no, we're imperfect, so right. we also try to be... It has to be so much yeah, what do you mean? deeper than that. No, I don't know the answer. I'm just saying... <laughs> no, it's a fair point. Saying, You're right. It's not just stum, like... Oh, why did they have a conversation? This is Rivka a fun Yitzchak. story we tell our children. Right. So yes, but we've never come up with an answer. We've discussed the dysfunction at every single Parsha class from gracious through uh, Avayachim. That's what we do. It's just discussing family dysfunction. Right. That's what we and do then, for like never, 12 sessions. But, these are, you know, five well, books so, and But we've never come up with anything. Story. I know, but we leave it every time that the other are not perfect I think what Alana is saying is that there's dysfunction. No, correct. What Alana is saying is that like, it can't just be like, we all have dysfunction in our families, right? So, like, it's not like... I'm, I mean, I'm sorry, everyone else has dysfunction in their families. But, um, like, it, it, it can't just be stom dysfunction, right? There's, there's probably more to the story here than just that. But let's, let's keep looking. Let's keep looking. Take, take a look. It's, it's a fair point. So let's, let's look. Look at Rabbi Nebuchai in source number three. He writes... He also goes pretty far here. And he writes like this. Rabbi Nebuchai is also one of the Rishonim. And he writes... Is that you, Esav? Yes, it's me. Ain Suffolk should call Dvarv Shayakov, ain't them Kiim MS. Wow. Going all the way in. Everything Yaakov says is true. So, so we like have Rashi who's like fetching it out. Bibi Chai says, no, it's all the truth. Why? Vechain Hanavi made a love. Titan MS Layakov. That's what we call him. Yaakov is a man of MS. Vushamar, Vachalashar Titan Li, Aser Asrenulach. He says to Hashem, right? Uh, everything you give me, I'm going to give you a tenth. Etc. Etc. The bottom line is, he's telling the story about how, Esau, how Yaakov is such, a, such an emistic person. I want to get into all the, the details of that point. But now, go, go lower down. One, two, three, four, five lines down in the, from, the, in the, from the beginning of the paragraph. First word, uh, the third word is gam. 
Gan bekan. Also here, Kishamra Anochi Esav Becharecha. Ratzabo Anochi Makom Esav Ubecharecha Klomad Lebechara. Meaning, Anochi Esav. I'm in place of Esav. And I'm Becharecha. Why? Because I bought it. So it's not a lie. It's not Anochi and Esav Becharecha. No, Anochi Esav. I am in place of Esav, the, the Bechor. He's saying it's a, a, why can't he just a straight father, sentence. I bought the certificate. Why can't okay, he just uh, okay, okay. I'm just telling you what he says. Just You're not going to like what he says. But I'm just telling you what he says. I'm going to... This is a setup. Okay? It's not just a setup. You should see what he says. Because the Bechor, we want to bless Esav. Because the Bechor, we want to bless Esav. Valkin, hayu habrachos ruuyos liyakov. Bimkomo, they raised the dessert, they belong to Yaakov. Shekvar lakach, mimenu habachari, he already took it. Vumi kocho bala bechora, kola roila. He was totally correct. He was just collecting what was rightfully his. Vyaba mi kocho shechavero, harehu kamoho, kamohu. Vomevim kamohu, and you come on the can of somebody else because you bought something that belongs to them, you now stand in their place. Like halachic, you know? Share hamal, check this out. Share hamalach, shishaya midabir, iman navi, haya omer, ani hashem. There's all these times throughout the navi where malachim come to people and talk to them. And they always say, they talk like first person, like they're God. But it's a malach talking. So why does the malach say, ani hashem? The malach's not hashem. Right? You have a number of times when that happens. Vechena navi, kishaya midabir, im Yisrael. Someone the navi would talk to, to the Ta'am Yisrael. When he comes to Yaakov next week at the dream, and he says, it's a Malach talking to him, it's not Hashem. You speak in the name of the person who sends you. I am, I am Esav, your Bechor. If you just said, I'm Esav, that would be a lie. That's why he says the word bicharecha. I Meaning, otherwise, it makes it's like a little funny to say the words. I know he isa bicharecha. I say bicharecha because he said I'm coming in place of him. Kibasibas habechora who bab bekom esav and bechenama. And then he goes further. Ataze beni esav kolomar sheyeshi levarech. Is that you? Vayomer ani lo amar ani esav ela ani yes kolomar ani who sheataru levarech. I'm the one you want to bless. Fine. And what about the next line? I did what you asked of me. speaking to Right, you did it for me, and on my behalf. Right, I did all the things that you commanded of me. Why? Because they worked out for me to do these things for you. That's why I'm doing that. Okay. So, so what do you think? You love it? <laughs> I don't. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's also so fat. Firstly, it's true. Like the Malachim, they say, I need Hashem. It's so... And it's all... The mouthpiece right. for Hashem. They're coming right. as a messenger right. directly from... It's not from, like... Asaph he say a kavod, sent down to speak on their behalf. This is not the same thing. It is the same thing because it also is... It's also talking about the deepness of this whole Bechor. I'm like, we're selling a Bechor. What does it mean? We're selling a Bechor for a pile of soup. It's saying the whole concept... Yaakov can only become Yaakov when he takes the component of Esau. Becomes part of Esau. He becomes part it's of very Esau. Spiritual. It's very spiritual. It's very... Avram to Yaakov. Yaakov has to be like the culmination of it all because now Israel's coming from him. Right? Avram had a piece of him that wasn't good. Yishmael. Yitzhak had a piece of him. We are missing a people. 
But you like this idea. Like, you like this idea because, yeah. like, it it speaks to like this like mystical, esoteric, right? No, I'm serious. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm being serious, right? Is that fair to say? You like the depth of it, like not just having regular conversations. This is an old, you know, this is a puppet show. Like, this is like, <laughs> seriously, we have these little stories. So Lana's, right, so Lana's saying, you like this idea because what? Because what do you think? What, what's he? What's he getting at here? Does he think we're silly? Does he think we're dumb? Right. So you're. So you, Lana, what you're saying is that. This is not a regular conversation. Right. This is like deep stuff. I know Chiesa Bicharecha is like, this is, this is like the this real... This is his son coming okay. to his father and saying, I got this. The Jewish people it's are going to come for me. I know you had a part of you that thought maybe Esav should be the Bechor. Maybe, yeah, you're confused. Okay, I'll buy all you're, this. Then what's, what's, the, what's the big costume party for then? I'm saying they just come to him and have the conversation. What's the whole, the so whole what you can't, good. concept of it is, is ridiculous vis-a-vis Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar. Well, you, can't remove, no I mean, right. you can't remove, Jenny, according to what you're saying is, let, let me rephrase. Tell <laughs> me if you agree. You didn't like my costume. No, I like it. <laughs> what you're saying is you can't deny, though, the deceit. Right. The deceit is still there, right? But what... What maybe what we're getting at here is that Rabbeinu Bechayeh's point is, of course there's deceit. But the deceit was like this, like, there was this spiritual need for this deceit to take place for whatever reason. And when he comes to speak, he's not some charlatan who's just tricking his father. He's coming from this, like, deep, mystical place of needing to do this. And therefore what he's saying is, you're going to talk, Emes Lyakov is not speaking of, like, that Yaakov always said the truth. But speaking of me, he's a person of MS. And this was, and this was all truthful, what he was, what he was doing. And yeah? I have a great idea. Wait, I have a, yeah? okay. Okay, then mm-hmm. I have something else. Okay. We're not, <laughs> not going to end here. Don't no, no, worry. Remember yeah. the story? Is it Berea? What is, what is the story of the righteous woman who her son dies on Shabbos yeah. but she doesn't want her husband to be sad? Mm-hmm. Who do we got here? That is is this I think it's Bria. Yes, and she, has her, she puts the so bodies she, up in the attic. So she tells a muscle. She's not tricking her husband. She tells a muscle. The Navi story? Oh, not the Navi. In other words, to get her husband to come to the MS, for Yaakov to show Yitzhak the MS, he has to veil it with like a funny story. Oh, see, I am Esau. But meaning, so Bria comes and she goes, someone gave me a present. That's the story. Oh, she tells me a present. Oh, yeah. they're, and they took it away. So she, what, what is she, what is the story? She could have just said to her husband, "God is taking our I'm son not, away. Right. He's dead now." So instead, she she tells this silly story. She's lying in a sense. So I'm saying Yaakov, but it's really bad. Is that Yaakov? He knows Yitzchak is having going to have a hard time with this reality because Yitzchak has such a love for Esau. So Yaakov has to put on this play for Yitzchak to finally be like. Which he does at the end, by the way. To be yeah, fair, at the end, he's upset, but then he says, Gamba Ruchi. Yeah, like, like oh, in God. the end of the day, like, yeah. it does work in the sense that Yaakov, Yitzchak accepts at the end what's happened to him. And he has no choice. And he's, no, but he, no, but he, no, he, doesn't, he does have a choice. He could have said, I don't agree. He could have been upset. He does say, Gamba Ruchi. Yeah, at the end of the day, he accepts it. But he, like, he shakes, right? The Gemara the Torah says he has, like, this shake. He, like, shakes. Like, he's so, like, oh my gosh, what happened to me? And he realizes, so, yeah, so. If you want to take this approach, right. the argument is, presumably, that there's something so necessary right, in this, and not dysfunction necessarily, but this was like, he couldn't be reasoned with, it wasn't going to work, she knew that, right. so she sends him to trick him, right. 
tricking is not what he wants to do. Yaakov doesn't want to do it. It's clear Yaakov doesn't want to do it. He's nervous to do it. Even Yitzchak feels upset about it afterwards. But in the end of the day, it, it works. And it's true because it was what was supposed to happen. In fact, Rifa gets a nevuah that this was supposed to happen. We find it funny. Like, why couldn't they have a conversation? So I don't know that I know the answer to that question. So that I think, so. right, so but, I agree with But I'm saying that that's, it's an approach. But you know they it's an approach. You may not like it. Like it's an approach. It's like as a right? So when you think of somebody as MS, you think of them as like, it's like, uh, like, yashar, yashar, everything is black and white, right? And everything has to be a certain way. So those right. are people you cannot ever reason with, right? Because everything is like this. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying if you if you go with Rashi in that approach, then the story is just the way it is because Rif got a nevuah and knew that this is what had to happen. Right. There's a million things that always happen like that. Somebody has a nevuah and knows that this is what needs to happen okay. in order for this to happen, right? Well, why can't you have a conversation with Yitzchak about it? Because I'm saying because if you take he's a man of Emma, I say it how many times like it, this is. The, well, Yaakov is the man of Emma. Yaakov, I'm saying he's he's he's. Oh, right. I'm getting confused. You're saying Yitzchak. You're saying there's something about Yitzchak that he, that he won't yes, that he I'm won't he won't waver on this. Won't, he won't give it. He must have known that that there was right. no. There I mean, Yitzchak no is gavura. Yitzchak is gavura. Usually, usually we say gavura is inner strength, but maybe gavura in this case is like almost like a stubbornness, and maybe that part of that that mida of Yitzchak I mean, of being like so she stubborn. Knew she was. I'm looking at it. She knew he wouldn't be able to handle it. She knew it wouldn't work. So she, she knew the conversation she wasn't going to happen. to make this go forward. This right. is what needed to happen. Right. Even if it was deceitful, even if it was wrong, it still needed to take place, right? Right. By the way, even if you go to like the, the, the psychology, whatever route, like there are people for, with whom conversations don't work. Because like, wouldn't it be so nice if we could just like talk about it? And she was like, that's great. But like for so, with some people, it's, not gonna, it's actually not going to work. Right. They can't hear it. Yeah. Right? There's some people who, and, then, and then your approach to those people is something else right. because they can't hear it. Right, for whatever reason, maybe she knew that Yitzchak couldn't hear I'm just it. Saying, I don't know why we can't just accept the deceit. You can. Uh, no, I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I, I see yeah, the whole portion we're going on and on trying, trying to, like, make it that, no, they're the Avos, so they wouldn't Because it seems really people. yucky. It feels, seems really uncomfortable. Well, look at the brothers throwing their brother. And okay, that's, but we have to deal with that also. I'm yeah. saying there's so many instances but that was, of but that was wrong that they did, that. but horrible things, right? Right, but, right. Everybody is not perfect, and some of those things need to happen. Everybody's not perfect, but... If we didn't do that, we wouldn't have gone to Amistrayim. But doesn't it feel funny that, like, the progenitor of our entire people, like, got it, got that bracha through deceit. It doesn't feel good. Know, we're supposed to be, I like, like emistic people. So now we're trying to justify to make ourselves feel but, better. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu orchestrated it this way. So, like, if, if we have certain values and certain midos that we believe in, to well, see well, it all get launched from this place makes Chazal uncomfortable. Right? By the way, even if the answer just is, you're right, it makes us uncomfortable, so at least... He didn't really want to. He felt he had to, but even but even, and if the lesson is sometimes you gotta be, be dishonest. Sometimes we lie. Sometimes we have to lie for shalom bayis. Sometimes we have to lie for all kinds of things, and it's it's the truth. Sometimes it's the truth. Sometimes you have to lie, right? Sometimes you do, right? So you know to save some to save face for somebody, you have to lie. Sometimes to, to, for, for tzniyus, you have to lie, right? You know, there's all kinds of times when we tell people to lie um, halachically. So like. You're right. Sometimes you have to lie, but maybe the, that message then is just okay. But even then, it, should, it shouldn't be easy. It should be hard. It shouldn't be something that we want to do. But how come the, the, they, they don't go on and on when, when the brothers lied to they do to Yosef's I'm not Yosef's face to Yaakov's face and told him they do. We'll talk about that when we get there. But there, there is there's a lot about that. And to the extent that to the extent that we're told that the Asaruge Machus right that, that those ten Tamilchem were killed you know thousands of years later. Are killed why? Because they were they're they're paying up paying up the you know for what the what the brothers did, which was wrong, right? So we we're not saying they did the right thing, but 
it's you know we're trying to deal with it. Trying to deal with it, right? So Rabbi Mechai wants to say maybe in a deep mystical way, it's not a lie. It's not falsehood. It's true, even though it had to come through some type of deceit for whatever reason. I want to show you two other things. Okay. This is exactly what I want you to do. <laughs> this is like what I want. I don't want to sit and talk. I want you guys to talk. I'm serious. Um, take a look at the Ketzav HaKavalah. Ketzav HaKavalah is living much later with Yaakov Tzvi Mecklenburg. He's living already like 1800s. And he says something so interesting. What's the thing that Yaakov says to, to, that Yaakov says to Rivka? Ulai, source number five. Ulai yumusheni b'ni, avi. Maybe my father's going to touch me. Is before he knows about the dress, the dress up game, mm-hmm. and he's gonna realize who I am. He says that's the wrong word. Take a look. Hayal Lomar pen yimusheni. The word in Hebrew when you're worried about something negative that might happen is pen, which we always translate in English yes. as lest, right? Yes. Lest. These are one of those English words you only use to translate Hebrew words, mm-hmm. right? Phylacteries. Oh, that makes much more sense now. Thank you for explaining. Phil and his phylacteries. <laughs> now I understand perfectly. Um, well, la- I don't know. Uh, 1840. <laughs> okay, there you go. Um, when I don't want the thing to happen, I say, pen, pen, there's all these things. That's actually what Yaakov says about Binyamin. When he's nervous about sending him down, he says, Pen Yikar, maybe, right? It's, it's the same person. He, when he doesn't want it to happen, pen, maybe something's going to happen to him, right? Do you use the word pen in Hebrew for that, in biblical Hebrew? Kamo pen yeshalach yado, pen nafutz, right? That's by um, what the, the Migdal Bovel people say. We don't meet, Hashem might spread us all around. We don't want that, right? Pen Yikar, there you go. Same thing Yaakov says about Benyamin. Vim hayachafetz, shalilas hamishush, Maybe, less, he might, he might touch me. So, so, what's going on here then? Such a great... He didn't want to do it. He only wants his father to do what he wants. He was hoping. Right? It's like a Freudian slip. Right? There was no Freud yet. But you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Maybe, hey, man, it's almost, like, it almost like maybe it won't work. Maybe he's gonna touch me. He's gonna realize it's me, right? right? Almost like I love it. So cool, right? He he's hoping it'll happen. I thought it's so cool. Right? It speaks the same idea. It's like, I don't want to do this. Okay, good. All of this is great and good. And then came, I have not seen Rabbi Sachs talk about this topic before, and I just searched it. I'm like, well, I Rabbi Sachs must say something about this. And he says something, of course, something awesome. So check it out. I won't read the entire thing. I gave it to you so you can read more, the whole thing inside. But basically he says like this. He basically says like this. He goes, think about what happened after all this, right? Obviously, right? What happens to Yaakov as a result of the deceit? So many bad things. He has to run away. Because he, he can say good things, he gets married because of it. But he has to run away. Once he runs away, what happens? And this is like what happens like from a, you know, like a mida kedeke mida 
perspective, right? He gets duped over and over and over and over. Lavan tricks him. Leah and Rachel trick him, right? Um, uh, his own children trick him. Right? There's so many things that happen. His own kid trick him, by the way, with the story of Dina. We, we, maybe we'll talk about it at some point. It seems that even the brothers may have tricked Yaakov in that story. Mm-hmm. And, they, and, and, and Shimon Levi trick him. And there's so much deceit that happens afterwards that leads to, you know, that, that basically follows him for the rest of his life. Right? To the point that when, when, when look, look what he says like this. Third paragraph. Asked this by the p- first incident of deceit, basically, in, in, in Tanakh. As like, I'm saying, like, when we see Tanakh um, for the first time. Is it the first incident of deceit? I think deceit? so. It is, right? I think and so. The, and then, it, then there's a million. Then there's a million of them. And they all happen to Yaakov. Right. It's so sad. All of them happened to him afterwards, right? Check this out. Asked well, actually, by- actually, they try to do deceit when they say, with Avram says to right, Avram's also those- with his wife. Oh, with his oh, wife. That's true. Those wives, right? Sisters. When he says, when he says she's my sister, oh, that's true. Actually, that's, Avram that's also her. lied to Yitzhak and Akeda. A little deceit well, there, also, perhaps. And they deceit. lied. Didn't they lie to Sarah also, where they were taking him? Well, that's a major. Well, that's a major. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, right. Yeah. No, but the, but he lies to Paro, and yeah. says this is right. my wife. Right. right. This is my sister. <laughs> that's true. That's 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 probably the first case of deceit. Okay. Right. It's not, but you're right though. It's not like viewed in the Torah as deceitful. Well, you, it's like, I'll oh, say the I'll say the wrong right. thing, but right. Right. but it's probably right. true. Right. Right. I'll say not no, they're not PC thing, but it's probably the truth. It's not a case of two Jewish people lying to each other. Right. He lies to, to Paro, so that's right. probably like. Oh. <laughs> I'm not saying that's right. a good idea, <laughs> but it is true. It's the first time you have two Jews right mm-hmm. lying to each other yeah. in this case, right? Mm. Father and son, right? Asked by Pharaoh how old he was, Jacob replies, few and evil have been the years of my life. He is the only figure in the Torah to make a remark like this. It's hard not to read the text as a precise statement of the principle of measure for measure. As you have done to others, so will others do to you. The deception brought all, con- brought, um, all concern great grief, and this persisted into the next generation. So there he writes like this. My reading of the text is therefore this. The phrase in Rebecca's oracle, Verav Yavot Sair, is in fact ambiguous. Or we think it means the younger will, the older will serve the younger. It may mean the elder will serve the younger, but it may also mean the younger will serve the elder. It was what the Torah calls achida, that is an opaque, deliberately ambiguous communication. It's not so obvious what it means. Viravia votzayir does not necessarily mean you should steal the bechorah from it. That's not obvious, right? It's, it, it's, maybe it's implied, but not necessarily. It suggested an ongoing conflict between the two sons mm-hmm. and their descendants, but not who would win. It's not clear, right? Yitzchak fully understood the nature of his two sons. He loved Esau, but this did not blind him to the fact that Yaakov would be the heir of the covenant. Therefore, Yitzchak prepared two sets of blessings. As we, we mention this almost every time this comes up, right? There are two brachos. The, the one that Yaakov gives to, that Yitzchak meant to give to Esau, which, which was which one? The physical one. Mm-hmm. Vi'yiti and lecha. is a physical bracha. What is the one that he gives to Yaakov later before he leaves? The birchas Avraham. Right? The, 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 basically, the, 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 the nation. Right? The covenant. That he wasn't planning to give to Esau anyways. He was always planning to give that to Yaakov. He knew that. He wasn't being tricked. He knew what was happening here. Right? And we've talked about this before. Others who say that he, he, knew, who, he knew very well who Esau was. But he hoped they could work together, right? So the bottom line is, next paragraph, the covenantal blessings that God had given Abraham and Isaac were completely different. They were about children and the land. It is, it is this blessing that Isaac later gave Jacob before he left home, right? Um, 
And look what he says in the, in the end of that paragraph. This was the blessing Isaac had intended for Yaakov all along. There was no need for deceit and disguise. Yaakov eventually came to understand all of this, perhaps during his wrestling match with the angel, during the night before his meeting with Esau after their long estrangement. Right, what happened at that meeting is incomprehensible unless we understand that Yaakov was giving back to Esau the blessings he had wrongly taken from him. Check this out. The massive gift of sheep, cattle, and other livestock represented heaven's dew and earth's riches. Right, the exact same things that, 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 that um, Yitzchak gave Yaakov. That is wealth. The fact that Yaakov bowed down seven times to Esau was his way of fulfilling the words, may the sons of your mother bow down to you. That's the exact same thing again. That, that what Yitzchak was meant to give to Esau and gave to Yaakov instead. They're going to bow down to you. So he bows down to, to Esau instead. Yaakov gave the blessing back. Indeed, he said so explicitly. This is amazing. He said to Esau, look, it's a Pasuk. I, I, I brought you the Pasuk here also. Just before this. Look what he says to him. Go back to source number section for one second. This is when Yaakov and Esau meet. That last time. By Yomer Esau, Yeshli Rav, Achi, Yilcha Shelach. Esau says, I have plenty. Leave it alone already. By Yomer Yaakov, Aona, Imna Matzasi Chaim Enecha, Vlakachta Minchasim Yadi. Take it from me. Ki Alkein Raisi Panecha, Kiros Panei Alokein Vatirtini. I want to give it back to you. And then he says to him, Kachna Es Birchasi Ashehuva Lach. It's it's in the pasuk. Take the bracha back. It's amazing. I never thought that ever. No. Yeah. Take it. And he takes it back. Argues our best. I, I have to see if any of the Rishonim say this. If any, does any of them refer to say that that's the bracha in that pasuk? Like when you look at the. At the that is for sure the bracha. The, sure, the bracha is. The whole bracha is physical. It's a physical bracha. That's for sure. And the second bracha is for sure the spiritual bracha of Birchas Avraham. And that's what he gives to Yaakov before he runs away. Right? Okay. And, and many assume he was always going to give that to him. That was the, he doesn't, because if he intended to give it to Esau, he would have given it to Yaakov then. And he didn't. Right? So he was trying to give to Esau the physical bracha and give Yaakov the spiritual bracha. Instead, Yaakov swoops in and steals the physical bracha so too. saying there was no reason for the whole, the whole thing Sachs is arguing mm-hmm. that Yaakov himself sees all of the things that happened to him after this happens. And he says to himself, I made a mistake. I was wrong. My mom was wrong. She was wrong. She shouldn't have done this. She assumed from that nevuah that she was right. And I'm telling you, look at all these things that happened to me, right? Rabbi Fran likes to say, listen to your messages, right? Like, look what's happening in your life. I got to fix this. And that's exactly what he does. And that's, the language is stunning, right? He, he gives it back. He gives it back. Wait, does he take it back? Yes. Yeah. And Esau takes, takes it. Says, he, takes he forces him. Mm-hmm. He pleads with him and he takes it. So says Rabbi Sachs, on this reading of the story, Rebecca and Jacob made a mistake. A forgivable one. An understandable one. But a mistake nonetheless. The blessing Yitzchak was about to give Esau was not the blessing of Avraham. He intended to give Esau a blessing appropriate to him. In so doing, he was acting on the basis of precedent. God had blessed Ishmael with, it, with the words, I will make him into a great nation. This was the fulfillment of a promise God had given Abraham many years before when he told him that he would be Isaac, not Yishmael, who would continue the covenant. Nevertheless, Yishmael still gets a bracha. Isaac surely knew this because according to Midrashic tradition, he and Yishmael were reconciled later in life. And the, the, the Medrash says that later on, at the end of last week's parsha, they bury Avram together. Right? They say yeah, Yishmael did tshuva. 
we see them standing together at Avram's grave. And maybe that this was a fact that Rebecca didn't know. She associated blessing with covenant. She may have been unaware that Avram wanted Yishmael blessed, even though he would not inherit the covenant, and that God had acceded to that request. If so, then it is possible all four people acted rightly as they understood the situation, yet still tragedy occurred. Yitzchak was right to wish Esau be blessed as Abraham sought for Yishmael. Esau acted honorably toward his father. Rebekah sought to safeguard the future of the covenant. Yaakov felt qualms, but did what his mother said, knowing she would have not, not have proposed the seat without a strong moral reason for doing so. Do we have here one story with two possible interpretations? Perhaps. But that is not the best way of describing it. What we have here, and there are other examples in Genesis, is a story we understand one way for the first time we, the first time we hear it, and a different way once we've discovered and reflected on all that happened later. It is only after we have read about the fate of Yaakov and Lavan's house, the tension between Leah and Rachel, that we, we didn't talk about that, how the tension between Leah and Rachel continues forever, right? With the kids continuing to fight, even the Shvatim later, even, even as, when we're a nation, right? That continues to go on. And then Amasi between Yosef and his brothers that we can go back and read the chapter of the blessing in a new light and with greater depth. There is such a thing as an honest mistake and it is a mark of Yaakov's greatness that he recognized it and made amends to Esau. In the great encounter 22 years later, the estranged brothers meet, embrace, part as friends and go their separate ways. But first, Yaakov had to wrestle with an angel. That is how the moral life is. We learn by making mistakes. We live life forward, but we understand it only looking back. Only then do we see the wrong turns we inadvertently made. This discovery is sometimes our greatest moment of moral truth. For each of us, there is a blessing that is ours. That was true, not just for Isaac, but also Yishmael. Not just Yaakov, but also Esav. The moral cannot be more powerful. Never seek your brother's blessing. Be content with your own. That's classic Rabbi Sex, you know. Mm-hmm. But like, again, do you have to accept this? You don't have to accept it. Oh, you know, <laughs> no, I'm saying it, it's 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 challenging because it presumes that Yaakov and and Rivka were wrong, right? It's pretty nice in terms of understanding the 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 language there that he gives him back the bracha, whatever that means, and it also really helps understand why Yaakov has so many negative things happen to him as a result of this, rather than sometimes you do the right thing, but the right thing leads to negative consequences, and that's okay. That's one moral of the story. The other moral story is that no, sometimes you do the wrong thing and you had good intentions and it was wrong. It's another way to go with it. I said it. I've never heard this, this approach before. You left out the beginning here. I was just reading it. Uh, yeah. You said, I'm just trying to understand it. You said when Lavan said, it is not done in our place to place the younger before the elder. What's he? So that's what he's talking about, that he got his brother. Wink, wink. Brother. Yeah. He's, he's. Zetzing him. He's giving him a. He's well, you read a, the Mephorshim. Like, you read that Pasuk. Like, what are the Mephorshim? Yeah, everybody puts that. That's what he's. Oh. Like, mm-hmm. Lo We don't do that here. I think Rashi may even say it. Like, like, you do over there by you guys. Like, sorry, buddy. That's not how it works here, right? It's like a, it's like a total. You I don't know, remember learning that. First yeah, time. yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. Exactly what he's, what he's, you know, digging at him on that point. So, again, you can take the Rabbin of and you can say, like, wow, amazing, mystical, cool stuff about, like, lying. Or you can take the, <laughs> like, he made an honest mistake. No, because you know what it's like? In every, a lot of anti-Semitism occur oftentimes. It's when the Jews have the well. Yeah, so it occurs just as much when they're sitting in the shtetls 
in garbage heaps and they just say is, they're rats. Is it just yes. when, you're, when, when, when we're sitting in the shuttle, they say we're rats and vermin and subhuman. When we're wealthy, they say we run the world. Um, it is no less. You were saying maybe it's good for us not to have wealth for that reason. I was, uh, yeah, I was thinking uh, like, well, it's just like this, like sometimes we have to give back the wealth, bracha, to Esau. It doesn't incite, uh, you know, because uh, Yaakov, happiness when like we're we have doing to say, well. Like, Yaakov, <laughs> these generations. Yeah, no, but I think it's just cool. Yeah. I think it's cool. Like, everyone, there was, there was enough bracha to go around. And when you try to, you think you're going to get in there and solve it, yeah, you know, it's not always that simple. It's it cool. So really good. Don't make sure if you make a mistake. But that's okay also. But, you know. but yeah, anyway, it's something to think about. Thank you. I